Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. I'm Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware no matter where you are or where you go. Welcome to episode 27, The Power of a Gift. Man, it is so important for us to realize what this means, the power of a gift. We have to be careful. Now, both as a parent and as an employer or employee, it is important for us to realize that gifts open up doors. In fact, that's even what the Bible says. A gift given in secret opens up a door. It's true. We already understand it. I mean, when we don't like gifts given or the outcome of a gift given, we call it a bribe. But in reality, it's just a gift. It's a gift given and we expect something in return. Well, I have to tell you, even when a gift is given and there's nothing expected in return, there's something that I like to call a a social checkbook. We feel as though when a gift is given, something else has to come back to balance the checkbook. It's just subconscious, really. It has nothing to do with anything nefarious. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just a thing. And when we receive something, we expect to give something back. And when someone else receives something from us, we expect that that person gives something back in return. <laughs> I have a friend, a family member, actually. And uh, whenever that fa- this family member hands over a gift, if a thank you note is not sent within two weeks, then there's all hell to pay. Because the thank you note is what is expected. It has to come. There has to be that thank you note. Otherwise, the balance, the checkbook, the social checkbook is unbalanced and the world will fall apart. And it's a big deal. The thank you note has to come back. But, you know, it's important for us to realize that gifts can swing your own opinion about someone else. Okay, so I had this one example. I was in Colombia and I was working with this one person who was really quite rude. She was, uh, she didn't do her job well. She was rude. She made it difficult for everyone else to work in the office. And I was getting really, really frustrated. (coughs) So I decided that I was going to do something about it. And many things went through my head. You know, give her a performance review, uh, do an audit. I I had multiple things in my mind. And I ended up doing something a little bit unorthodox. I went to the donut shop and bought donuts. And um, this person actually loved donuts. And I gave her some donuts specifically. It wasn't donuts for the whole office. It was donuts for her. And she changed completely changed her attitude changed toward me and that allowed me it opened up the door to for for me to talk to her in such a way as to change her her actions in the office it was very very important and it was very impressive to see how this little gift did such a big difference made such a big difference in her life and in the office work gifts make a difference so what Let's, let's look at some other examples. <clears throat> what about a cop, police officers, in a restaurant when they give them free lunch or a free meal? Whenever something happens at that restaurant, man, the cops are going to go quickly to that restaurant to protect it. It's not a bribe. It's a gift. But that gift comes with invisible strings attached. Every gift does. It does. It's just part of it. It's just 
uh, I don't know, supernatural. We feel it without even trying to feel it. Think about how many times we've gone to business conventions and we go by the booths at the convention floor. And at every booth, you know, they're giving something away. It's either a pen or it's a mouse pad or little stress balls or something. Something is being given. And we feel almost obligated stopping, listening to whatever it is that they're trying to sell, um, maybe even signing up for something or an email list, something. There has to be something in return for the gift, something in return for the squeegee ball, for the, uh, the stress ball, or for the pen. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just a thing. It's just there. What about free samples in the mall? <laughs> so you go through the mall, especially when you go right by the food court, and they're giving you little chopped up chicken, you know, fried chicken. <coughs> or maybe you're passing by the Chinese restaurant, and it's orange chicken. I say that because I can just taste some orange chicken right now. The little sour and sweet sauce on the outside of the fried chicken. Oh, as you can, as you can well imagine, guys, it is lunchtime. As I'm recording this podcast, it's lunchtime and I'm thinking about food. But back to the topic of gifts. Gifts make a difference. They are powerful. So we must be conscious of this. And for an adult, that can be very simple. I say simple because we we can consciously recognize it and we should consciously recognize it. But when we're talking about children, it's a little bit difficult. Because children see things through different eyes. And children are, for the most part, very innocent and don't understand that a gift has uh, strings attached. And they don't recognize in their own mm, in their own mind or in their own heart that desire to write or to balance the social checkbook. It still exists. That feeling still exists in the heart of the child. But as an adult, we have to be very careful. <coughs> we have to be very careful, excuse me. Be very careful to talk to the child so that the child rec- recognizes that and we help the child overcome that desire, that feeling. Well, now, why would we want to do that? So let's just say the bad guy, right? So the bad guy is in the neighborhood and we've told our children don't take, strain- take candy from strangers. Everyone knows that. The kid knows that. They've seen it on the movies, they've seen it on cartoons, they've seen it all over the place. So the child is not going to take candy from strangers. But see, the bad guys know that too. So they never open up a conversation with candy. They open it up with something completely different. They open it up with, hey, can you help me? I'm looking for a child. I'm looking for my child. And he has this little uh, toy and he dropped it. And I'm trying to find this little boy or this uh, this child to return the, the toy. <clears throat> and the child immediately recognizes that this is, for the most part, the child recognizes this is someone that I don't know. And so the child, uh, many children will say, no, I, I can't talk to you. Now, if that happens, then the, uh, the bad guy says, well, um, I understand. That's a good thing. You know, I tell my child the same thing. Don't talk to strangers. But I'm not a stranger. My name is Bob, and I live right around the corner. And of course, the child believes it. But the child doesn't recognize that the man has already given a gift. He has given the gift of a name. And so the child then reciprocates with the name that, that they have. I'm Cindy. I'm Frankie. Whatever it is. 
and so the exchange begins. And once an exchange begins, it's easier for the the bad guy, and I would call him a social engineer hack, <coughs> to start a conversation and get more information enough to take that per that child away. It's very important for us to take care of our children. But it's also very important for us to give the children the right tools to come against an attack. And it's not don't talk to anybody. It's this is how you react when someone talks to you. We don't have to run away. We don't have to scream. We need to go find mom. We need to go find dad. We need to go find the family member that we know is the safe person. So this is very important to give our children permission not to return a gift. So when someone comes up and gives the child a gift, whether it be um, uh, a stuffed toy or an animal, or it could be, hey, hold my puppy, or any of these different things, the child must realize and must have the permission from their parents. I don't have to reciprocate. When the person says, well, I let you hold my puppy. I let you hold this. I told you the other. The child can say, I don't have to do anything else. I'm going home. That is important. It's very important to give the child permission to say no. Now, as far as our employees go, as managers, it's very important to have a good rapport with our employees. But our employees sometimes can be a little ignorant on the power of a gift. It's again, I'm talking about this as if this is a new thing, but in reality, if you start thinking about it, we already kind of know this. It's just subconsciously we know this. When we want to get something, we try to butter someone up, and buttering someone up comes with um, different forms of, of a gift, right? It could be candy, it could be freshly baked cookies. It could be an apple. It could be something, but it's a gift. It's a gift that is given, and we expect something in return. And with our employees, we must be very cautious, and we must give them some good direction on what to do when something happens. Don't say if something happens, because it will happen. Someone will always try to use a gift, whether consciously or subconsciously, to obtain information. And that is something that, as a business owner, as a business manager, we need to take care, very good care of. What's more important than money in any business? It's our information. It's the places that we go and visit. It's the people we have meetings with. It's the contracts that have been signed and what those contracts are for. And that influence, it's very important. That is more important than the money. Granted, money comes right after the, the, uh, the important information. But... With the information, it makes or breaks a company. And the policies and procedures are where we need to have, we need, as business managers, we need to put some effort and some time in creating these to protect ourselves as a company and protect our employees from people that have um, a, a, a criminal desire to obtain our information or a criminal desire to obtain our money or goods or resources. Very important. Talk to your employees. Tell them, hey, this is why we have the uh, the gift policy. Many times um, companies have a gift policy. You can't receive a gift that's over $20 or $50 or whatever that amount is because we assume as managers that we, ha we understand 
excuse me, we understand as managers that gifts are part of the job. Someone takes you out to a meal, then it's a meal and you have to accept it to be sociable because business is all social. Everything that we do in business is social. So we hope as a manager that we can put some sort of guidelines around the gifts and that this will also help the uh, the employee not feel obligated to bend the rules or to make a judgment in one person's favor as opposed to another but uh, and that's why we have these rules right we have the $20 rule or the $50 rule or whatever it is to limit those gifts so that the employee doesn't feel uh, obligated but I have to tell you the the power of a gift has is is augmented it's it's built up by the money value of the gift this is true but it can also be augmented by the specialness of the gift it hasn't doesn't have to be money it doesn't have to have a intrinsic monetary value it can be something completely different it could be a drawing it could be a call it could be um uh, taking someone out to have coffee if someone has never been asked to have a cup of coffee and they receive a call from someone to go out and have a cup of coffee that means the world to them it means more than getting a gold watch <laughs> let me give you a story of a of a person by the name of wendy wendy a receptionist who had never received anything from anybody and wendy gets invited by an unknown person that was coming to see her boss to a cup of coffee that afternoon. So the unknown person that Wendy met that day because they were talking to Wendy's boss invites her to a cup of coffee that evening and that evening the man pumps Wendy for information and Wendy willingly gives the information because the exchange was made. Wendy needed the attention. Wendy needed a cup of coffee. Wendy needed to be thought of as someone that was valuable in the company. This man made Wendy feel like she was someone important and that was all Wendy needed. Now, please don't don't misunderstand me. This is not about uh, 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 this is not about an attraction. It's about a feeling of importance, and this can be for a man or a girl. Uh, it could be a woman. It can be for uh, a, the new intern in the job. It can be for the manager, the account manager who has never been given a uh, any sort of recognition, these things happen because they're gifts. So it's important for us as managers to realize the importance of a gift, not just for our own good in opening doors, but it's also good to understand the power of a gift when we want to protect our employees and our company from people who would want to cause us ill or evil. So remember, everybody, be careful out there, be good, and remember, you are security. Do you have a story you would like to share? If you're on Anchor, then send me a message. I'd like that. I enjoy bringing you the best security hacks twice a week. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Share it, post it, send me a message, and always remember, you are security. Mm-hmm.